News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN. Phil Williams here hosting Right Side Radio. Solid, conservative, and just plain right. And listen, if you're having trouble getting the show uh, as you drive through the state or as you're headed south or or whatever, you're leaving the range, just go ahead and know that you can stream it online. Just go to rightsideradio.org, and you will find that you can click Listen Live and pick it up wherever you is. So, uh, yeah, we would love to have our listeners maintain their listening capability no matter where they are, and we've made that available. Rightsideradio.org, that'll score you away. Hey, listen, I, I want to also just go ahead and, and, and tell you real quickly about my friends at etaxbreaks.com. Oh, my gosh. These guys have 23 years' experience. I do know them personally. Etaxbreaks.com, they specialize in finding money that businesses did not know they qualified for. There's like over 3,000 programs out there that literally say just because you ran your business using common sense standards that you may actually get rewarded for that. Things like tax breaks, tax incentives, grants, basically just like cash money on the table but you got to claim it. Things for like, did you hire a veteran? Did you locate your business in an otherwise disadvantaged area? Did you survive the pandemic as a business and retain your employees in the process? Whatever, a natural disaster? All these things, you would be amazed. Just go to their website, etaxbreaks.com forward slash right side and see what you qualify for. They do not get paid unless they find you money. And guess what? Last month they told me they, they literally invoiced out $7 million in found monies for their clients. That's huge. Etaxbreaks.com forward slash right side. Well, a uh, story out today that, and we knew it was coming. I mean, it's, it's not like it's a big surprise, but it's now a story uh, that literally um, Secretary of Defense um, has Lloyd Austin a uh, graduate of Auburn University. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin is going to be uh, very likely seeking authority to mandate the COVID vaccine for the entire active duty force. Uh, that's a whole lot of folks that are going to be told you will get it whether you like it or not. Not uncommon in the military, by the way. I will just tell you, um, I, I have lived through this, and I have seen some things happen that were uh, unusual. Uh, but, but, I mean, keep it in perspective here. Currently, right now, uh, vaccines for COVID-19 are not fully approved by the Food and Drug Administration. So, therefore, approval to make them mandatory for the military does require a waiver from President Joe Biden. Well, the very fact that President Biden came out, like, what, last week, he said, and he wants to know the how and the when the Secretary of Defense is going to do this, that uh, tells me the waiver is already hot and sitting there on his desk. It's expected right now, according to um, certain reports, that uh, Secretary Austin is going to be asking for that waiver uh, very likely today, uh, followed by some formal guidance uh, to the DOD back from the White House on Friday. And you can expect that perhaps by the end of the week, close of business on Friday, uh, all you green suitors out at Redstone Arsenal, folks who are listening over at Anderson Army Depot and others around who listen to the show, or for that matter, just read the news. Uh, If you don't want the vaccine, if you haven't already taken it, you're not going to have much choice. Your career will depend upon it. Now, they're not saying what happens if you decline. That's an interesting piece. I'm not hearing that. Um, But the president is saying he wants it. Uh, We have yet to see our current Secretary of Defense ever buck much of anything. Um, And... uh, I, I question whether or not he is going to be the man for the job if we go into a, uh, a near-peer fight with China or some other. But nonetheless, he is certainly the man for the job to make sure that President Biden does get what he wants in terms of 
you know, putting woke policies in place and rooting out uh, white supremacy and, and making sure that COVID vaccines, which are not yet FDA approved, do get uh, mandatory treatment for the U.S. military. So how has how this played out? In, and, I, and I don't, you know, listen, I don't care what certain people want to accuse me of on social media. I will say it over and over again. I'm not anti-vaccine. All right. I'm not. If you make a well-reasoned decision to get the shot, do so. I'm not going to tell you whether I'm getting the shot, but I will tell you that I'm not anti-vaccine, all right? It is not my job to try and tell you my own personal history, uh, medical history, because to do so is exactly the thing I'm saying they shouldn't be allowed to do. They, they can't ask for your vaccine passport. Show me your papers. So uh, I don't need to sit on the show and, and start divulging my medical history. But I will tell you this. The, the, the thing that troubles me is the U.S. military, um, who I love, by the way, uh, and, and I, am, I am extremely fond of my own personal 30 years of service. I'm extremely fond of my father's uh, 23 years of military service. I'm extremely fond of my grandfather's uh, 32 years service. Um, he was post commander at Redstone Arsenal when I was young. All said and done. Long history. Love the military. Uh, you can look around my office or my study at home, the man cave, and you can see examples of it. That being said, the military does have a, um, a tendency to uh, apply medications or, or things that can uh, impact your bodies, and, 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 and they may be experimental, but they happen. Case in point, Agent Orange. Agent Orange in Vietnam was a great idea at the time. Great idea. I mean, heck. Spray everything down to include our troops who are in the tree line and spray it all down and we'll be able to just defoliate the jungle and find the enemy. They won't be able to hide anymore. But on top of that, it had some very deleterious effects. My own father, who maintained the best attitude about this, but Agent Orange finally caught up with him in 2013, you know, some 40 years after he had been at war. And, uh, and the impact of Agent Orange exposure uh, finally um, was his undoing. Uh, it, it, and, and he had the best attitude on his own deathbed. He told me, he said, it's hard to complain. It did save a lot of lives. He said, I'm the one that called it in, and I'm the one that drank from the streams where it was flowing. Um, he had the best attitude. But it was still a chemical that was introduced by the U.S. military, which seemed like a great idea at the time. Another classic example, I was in two of these, anthrax. Remember the anthrax shots? Wow. Uh, nobody wanted that one. I think I've talked about that on the show before. And then the next one that I had was in Afghanistan. So I, I'm going to Afghanistan, and I am told that uh, I will take a malaria medicine called mefloquine. Mefloquine, every Monday. Mefloquine Mondays, take your mefloquine. So I'm out there on the team in the middle of nowhere riding horses and stuff, and somebody, team sergeant, would always say, all right, fellas, it's mefloquine Monday, take your pills. We would. Um, those pills messed me up for a while. Uh I could, I could tell you the side effects, but the bottom line is, I'll just say this. I came back from Afghanistan, and within about a year of me arriving back in country, um, the U.S. military discontinued any further use of mefloquine. And my understanding is there's a VA study on right now to determine whether to make that something that should be covered by VA disabilities. Uh, just, it just really whacked out my system, mine, and a bunch of others. Guess what? It was a great idea at the time. It's something our military needed. We need to do this. Mm. And, and Agent Orange, anthrax shots, mefloquine, military. Things happen. Be aware, uh, green suitors. Just be aware. 
Hey, I got a caller on the line. I'll go ahead and take it. Uh, Mike from Huntsville calling in about the uh, vaccine and the mandatory aspect of it for the military. Mike, what do you think? Mandatory vaccine for the military? What do you, I, what do you think about it? I think it's terrible because, first, first of all, my, my daughter took it. She's in Special Operations Navy. She's now in a wheelchair. Her symptoms became progressively worse on the second shot. Her neurological breakdown was, was really significant. And there's an FDA study, and everybody needs to go look at this doctor who's talking about that. There's several. In fact, Dr. Artis has a really good study on the FDI. FDA knew that this was a not only a, a potential issue, but a, a likelihood. She's now in the Mayo Clinic in a wheelchair. Mike, so I am really the, sorry to hear that. What are they saying about her? Do they expect a, a recovery, or are we looking at, at something that's long-term? Well, initially she had to use a walker, and so she's now in a in a wheelchair, and her her twin sister is down there taking care of her. Um, but she's in the Mayo Clinic as opposed to Navy hospitals, okay. and she's on uh, I guess medical leave at this point. Well, I, I am I am very sorry to hear that, uh, Mike, and, and and I wish her all the best, Ble- blessings on her, and thank you for her service too, by the way, because um, I, I hate that this has happened the way it has, but the fact that she was a uh, a willing troop in uniform is is something that we do hold dear, regardless. So, Mike, we wish her the best, and uh, thank you for your sentiments and for calling into Right Side. I got another caller. I'll go ahead and take it. I hadn't planned on opening the phones up, but we got a, we got a few minutes. I got couple minutes before I go to the uh, the next break, so uh, let me see. Uh, uh, I'll tell you what, I'm going to – do we have time? Let's look at the time here. We we may be able to get through a break, but let me go ahead and take – let me go ahead and take Zach from Muscle Shoals. Uh, Zach, Phil Williams on right side. Appreciate you calling in. What are your thoughts on the mandatory vaccine? Um, yeah, Bill, I had the same experience at Fort Meade, Maryland in 1977 – if you remember the swine flu outbreak and they developed a vaccine and rushed it into use without any real testing. And when the members of the uh, public started to have adverse side effects, they decided that, okay, they were going to test it on the military by inoculating uh, everybody at uh, certain military posts. And I got tipped off by a medic that this is all going to be, we're going to be guinea pigs. And uh, I was ordered to take my platoon down to the gymnasium and get them vaccinated. And I marched them down to the gymnasium. And then I told them that uh, uh, they were going to be used as guinea pigs. And uh, they could had the choice to do what they wanted to do. And I was going to go get a cup of coffee. And that's wow. what we did. Wow. So uh, any repercussions or did you all uh, get by with that okay? Well... Strangely enough, none of the senior NCOs or officers accompanied the unit down to the gymnasium. So I don't know where they went, but I think the whole thing was like everybody in the in the command had the same idea that, no, nah, no, nah, you're not going to do this to us. And uh, as it turned up that there was a number of quite a few guys ended up with uh, uh, paralysis problems in their necks and their shoulders. And uh, it all turned out to be pretty much a fiasco. But we got—I got away with it. I always get away with stuff. Well, man, I, I tell you what—I I, first of all, thank you for your service. Uh, appreciate you uh, uh, being one of those intrepid folks in uniform 
And, uh, and also, thank you for calling in to Right Side today. That's an interesting uh, anecdote uh, about mandatory vaccines in the in the military. All right, folks, we're going to go to a, a break now. Uh, we've got uh, a little bit of time for the top of the hour. When we come back from the top of the hour, though, we're going to have the Grand Council. Uh, Dale Jackson, Jeff Poor calling in. We'll be hitting each other up on some issues uh, and uh, and just seeing what he tries to say. Uh, we got a little bit of time for the top of the hour, so I'll probably open that phone line back up again when we get back. 866-494-9866. 866-494-9866. How do you feel about the military having mandatory vaccines? We'll be right back. News Talk, 770 AM, 92.5 FM, WVNN, Right Side Radio. I'm your host, Phil Williams. Like we say, solid, conservative, and just plain right. Hey, listen, uh, real quickly, I'm going to tell you about my friends at ZLA Solutions. Have you, have, you been, have you been looking for a job? Go to ZLAUSA.com. Are you an employer trying to hire people? A lot of them are. Go to ZLAUSA.com. ZLA Solutions is a company that all over Alabama right now is putting people back to work. They specialize in finding who you need for the job, or for that matter, you folks that need the job, they'll find it for you. It doesn't matter, blue collar, white collar, no collar, they will put people back to work. And at ZLA Solutions, they like to say, we don't make it at ZLA, we make it better. ZLA Solutions, you can find them at ZLAUSA.com. All right, we're going to go to the phones now, 866-494-9866. we got a little bit of time. I've got Barbara from Huntsville on line five. Uh, Barbara, Phil Williams here on right side. Uh, what you got about vaccines? Hi, Phil. Yeah, it's about vaccines, and it's also about the military, forcing our military, our young people, to take this vaccine. During the 50s and 60s, they came out with a drug, thalidomide, and they gave it to young women. Uh, the de- the effects of that, because they didn't know all of the all of the, thing that the drug would do to people, was a lot of babies that were born with deformities and missing arms and legs and all kinds of things that happened to them. And now they're going to give a drug that we have not fully vetted yet, we don't know a lot about, to not only our young women, but also our young men. We don't know if it's going to hurt reproductive organs. We don't know what it's going to do to these people later in life. And I, I really object to the government doing this. I'm 80 years old, and I think it's a bunch of BS, to be frankly honest, what they're trying to ram down our throats. Well, Barbara, thanks for the call. Uh, there's, there's one of my, uh, my naysayers in the audience. So, Barbara, thank you for your call. We appreciate the opinion. I'm not even going to try to argue with it because uh, I think you express the sentiments that a lot of people have. It's getting hard to uh, trust government when you get a different story uh, over and over and over again. Um, hey, listen, I got another caller on the line. If you want to call in, by the way, 866-494-9866. That's 866-494-9866. How do you feel about uh, mandatory uh, vaccines for the military? Tracy in Madison is on the line. Tracy, this is Phil Williams from Right Side Radio. Thanks for calling in. What do you think, military vaccines? Did we lose Tracy? Will Copper, have we lost her? She's... Not there, apparently. Okay, well, Tracy, thanks. You can call again if you want to. 866-494-9866. Hey, hey listen, folks, uh, there's, there's, there's going to be mixed reviews on this one. I told you that there's, there's, there's experiences that people have had, and you heard a couple of them just, just a minute ago, 
Uh, we had the gentleman who called in a moment ago, I think it was Zach, who said that uh, he, he distinctly remembers being told, you will take a swine flu shot, march your platoon down there. They got down there. None of their leadership bothered to show up with them. He decided to get a cup of coffee, told the fellas to do what you want to do. Uh, I remember when the anthrax vaccine came out. Um, hard to avoid uh, the, the mandate from that. Uh, I happened to be working at a group headquarters at the time. Uh, kind of got stuck with it. Uh, luckily, they, they discontinued any further requirements for the completion of that program before I had to take the full series. Yeah. Um, and then uh, on top of that, you, you've got the, the – you know, I, I talked about Agent Orange. I talked about the fact that I took Mefloquin when I was in uh, Afghanistan. Yeah, so there's, there's, there's issues. Um, and the, the military is – what I don't see happening here, and I do see uh, uh, one stat that says that 64% of our military is already vaccinated. All right, so 64% of them are already there. Um, but what I, what I don't see is the what if. What, uh, what if you have someone in the military that doesn't want the shot? What if you have someone who, who says, uh, I, I, am, I, am, I am not going to get it. I'm getting out of the military. You know, I'm about to ETS. Uh, and, and so, you know, in three months, you don't own me anymore. So in the meantime, I don't want the shot. And they try to buy their time and get out. Is there, are there, is there going to be some type of UCMJ uh, non-judicial action? Uh, are they going to be demoted? Are they going to wind up losing some pay? Get an Article 15? How's this going to work? I mean, if any of you green suitors, by the way, out there know the answer to that question, call in. It's a non-attribution call, so we're not going to go on there and expose who you are. But the reality is I'd like to know what is going to happen, if anybody knows, if someone dissents within the ranks about being told they have to take a vaccine that is not currently FDA approved. I've got somebody on the line, uh, Scott from Huntsville. Scott, this is Phil Williams on Right Side Radio. Looks like you're not calling in about military and the vaccine, but uh, what you got on vaccines? Yeah, uh, I tried to call yesterday, and it, it didn't work out with um, uh, your guest. But uh, Steve Marshall has said, or report, Channel 19 reported that Steve Marshall has said, the, the law it is not against the law for private employers to require vaccine f to maintain your employment and I, I would wanted was hoping you would read what he had to say in that and then maybe give it to us in layman's terms is if, if, if my employer comes along and says oh you got to have the vaccine to stay employed and and Steve Marshall says it's not illegal for them to require that. What do we do? Yeah, and I, I think right now the, the, the what do you do, uh, Scott, is going to wind up be looking for another job if you don't want the shot because I do believe the law in Alabama says that while they cannot deny you goods and services as a consumer or as a student or as someone who wants to attend a facilities uh, event, that, uh, that they can, as an employer, require you to get a vaccine as a condition of employment. I'll unpack that a little more later, and I appreciate the call. Thanks very much. Right Side Radio, we'll be back with the Grand Council right after this break. We'll be right back. <laughs> 